Instagram. Welcome to Morning Minutes, episode 225. Uh, rental yields, yields, what are they? On this show, we're going to be talking about um, what rental yields are in the finance sector and how it relates specifically to property, residential property, commercial property, what vendors should know and what buyers should know. And just, we're going to explain it as easy as your ABCs. Welcome, Mark Novak. All right. So let's talk about it. So just to qualify who, like what we do. So Michael, you're a commercial real estate agent to the stars. Yes. Um, realestate.com has acknowledged um, us as one of the best commercial agents in the country. Sorry, real commercial. Yep. Um, I am a principal of uh, Novak on the Northern Beaches. We have a team of about 50 people. So we're qualified to talk about what a rental yield is. What's the formula? Yeah, so the formula, let me bring up the technical definition. <laughs> I had this prepared earlier. What does yield mean in finance? It's the financial ratio that indicates how much a company pays in dividend or interest to an investor each year relative to the security price. Yield is a measure of cash flow that investor is getting on their money invested in security. So in this, and then it's got a little example, the normal yield, uh, for example, if there's a treasury bond with face value of $1,000 that matures in one year and pays 5% annual interest, its yield calculated as $50 over $1,000. So the yield over the, the income, which is $50, the yield over the purchase price. In that example, it's treasury bonds is the security in the, what we're going to be talking about, the, the security is property. All right. Uh, I didn't understand any of that. Yeah. So the yield is the cash return that you get from the item each year. So in property, it's generally rental return. So you buy something. But what's yeah. yield? Isn't that rent? The, the yield is the percentage of rent collected over the purchase price. So ah, you get, yeah. Over what period? What you bought it at. Why didn't you say that in the first place? <laughs> I had to give the technical and then relate it, do the ABCs. <laughs> now, there is a yield which is off the purchase price when you bought it, and there is the yield off the current value of the property today which a lot of people pick and choose what to work it out as. So I, I find a lot of people to justify keeping a product or justify buying a product, they will continually do it at what they bought it at to, for a reason not to sell or explaining that it's good, which is sort of right, but I feel you should always be doing your rental yield based on the current value because some assets um uh during different periods return better so when you're looking to buy something you should really know you don't when you buy a product you don't do the return on what it was worth five years ago you do it on yep. today's value that's a total different that's different sector different topic we want to try and keep today our shows 15 minutes for our lovely viewers so when you have a rental yield on a property um, what would you expect off a residential property as a rental yield? So that means we're taking the annual income it's generated. We're putting it over what it was the price you purchased it at. So um, let's use a unit for 500 grand. What would a unit for 500 grand rent for per That's week? One better. So that'd be about four, I would say 450 a week. So 
450. Yep, what's that? Times 52 equals 23,400 divided by 500. See, dividing it by 500 because that's what the unit was purchased at, all uh, right? So it purchased at 500K, so 23,500 over 500K. What's that percentage that it gives? And then you times by 100. Comes to 4.68%. So anyone watching there, yo? Okay. So 4.6% is the yield that you will get for, for the rental property. Now, uh, as an example, what are you borrowing money from banks at? You're borrowing money from banks at, say, 3%. Okay, so you're getting a 1.6 over what you're borrowing your money at. So that's regarded as a positive return. That's a good yeah. yield. And that's different compared to like that example on treasury bonds where you don't normally have to worry about where you bought the property out. Because when you generally buy shares or bonds or gold, um, you're generally paying it all with cash. So it's just, what does it give me? The dividend. And then obviously the theory is the same. You want the long-term value of the product to go up. But with property, a lot of the time people are financing it. So you're financing it for an investment. So that that's a key indicator. And what this represents basically in layman's terms when a property is positive on the cash return, then it's not going to cost you money to hold it. Mark, on the opposite example, let's say the rental return was only $300 a week. Yeah, 15 grand a year over 500 grand is? Is 3%. So maybe say it's a little bit, yeah, let's say 3% and then you got yeah. yeah. 3% and then when you got outgoings, let's say outgoings are 0.5%, that's an extra couple of grand. And then what you borrow money is at is 3% and what the return is, is 2.5. In layman's terms, you've got to cover that difference and that's turn, that's basically negative, negative. Negative cash so, flow, negative gearing. So guys, what we're talking about this morning is rental yields for property. If you've got any questions, pop it down. We'll answer it instantly and live. Uh, that's what a rental yield is. That's an, an example of a rental yield on a residential property. A commercial property, what's a traditional yield that you would get? So if I bought a commercial property for 500 grand, um, Actually, can we use the one that we just sold in Narbang as an example? So we just sold one in Narbang in Belrose. It's let's just say it sold for three hundred grand for argument's sake, nice yes. round numbers. What did that actually rent for that property? Yeah, so that was leased for thirty thousand a year gross. This is a key thing um, people would need to identify very quickly when you're looking at figures. There's no right or wrong. It's just you need to identify it so you know what calculations to do. So gross. Well, means, let's just compare it to apples to apples. Where we didn't yeah. talk about net or gross with resi. Okay. Let's talk about let's not talk about net or gross with commercial, and let's bring that in at the end. So okay. let's let's. Leased I just want to keep it real, real, real simple for people. So it's yes. leased for thirty k. Yep. And, and it sold for. Just, yep. It, we'll do 300,000. It was 330. Let's just do 330. It's easy. 10,000, uh, 30,000. Okay, guys. So again, yield. It's the 30,000 over what it was purchased at, 330,000. What's your yield? What's your return on investment? Yep. So that was 9%. Okay. So a residential 
was was the example that we just gave of a typical residential got 4.6% yield, a yep. commercial of of similar value, 300 to 500K yep. around there, that was getting a 9% return. Yes. Which one would you buy? Very good question, always gets asked a lot. Obviously, based on rental return, the commercial is superior, and there's many other factors that go into it. But if you were just looking for well, hang on, rental return or yield, same, same thing. Why do, why do people say rental return instead of yield? Preference, rental return, yield—it's just a pure preference. They both—you're—you're um, you're talking about the same thing. So if a buyer goes to me, what's the rental re return? They may actually—they oh, may be actually more for the dollar value of thirty thousand rather than asking for the yield. But you're asking the same thing. If someone calls me going, what's the yield of the property based on the asking price? And I would say it's nine percent with a rental when you, return of thirty. When you're asking yield, you're asking two questions in one. Yes. When you're asking rental return, you're saying, what's the rent? When you're asking a purchase price, what's the purchase price? Yeah. When you're asking yield, you're asking two questions in one. What is the return on my investment? So it's actually quite a clever question for an, a, an investor to ask because they're asking two questions in one. Yeah, and I think it's a really good question because you actually sort of box the agent in for a sale price to do your calculations at. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a really good way of pushing or what will buy it all. And a lot of the time, they may subconsciously tell you what the owner wants. So maybe guiding 300. Yeah. Oh, do, you, do you figure at 330? You know, yes. You wonder why they're saying that. They may they may not reveal the price, but if you ask them the yield, they may they may just for purpose of the example reveal some sort of guide price. Yes. So yep. So that that in a nutshell is and with oh yeah, there's many other factors to go in what to buy, but based on the rental return, the rental the yield, that's where you work it out. Commercial, you're borrowing money maybe at four percent. Yep. Uh, you're still making great. Luke, thanks for your comments and everything there. It was interesting. I didn't know the figures we did, Mark, were basically what Luke was doing there. And I, yeah, it was just coincidentally, coincidentally, he was doing $500 per week at $500,000. <laughs> and that's basically Okay. Okay. Now, could, 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 in, the, in, the, in the last three, four minutes, can you, can you explain on yield, there are things that poison the yield that agents often don't tell you or they slur the yield in, in their in direction that they want. Uh, you started on it with commercial outgoings. So yes. with outgoings on a residential, how does that affect your yield? And outgoings on a commercial, how does that affect your yield? And sometimes you can push some of that, that off to your tenant. Yeah, definitely. So the premise is the same. The terminology is we discuss gross yield but the true, what the true figure you need to work out, and a lot of the time you need to do your own investigations, is the net yield. Um, and for this argument, let's just call it gross or net. We won't go through net, net, and triple net. We'll just pretend true net yield. Now, what the net yield, that, rep that figure is the true figure after all outgoings. What's really in your pocket after all the expenses. 
Now, what those expenses can be when you start a gross yield, you're minusing council rates, you minus land tax, you minus maintenance, you minus agent fees, you minus strata, you minus electricity if you're paying. Like, so your, in especially residential, your gross yield may be at 4.68, but when you minus all these things, let's, for example, in the same example we did, let's say those outgoings add up to $5,000. So we used uh, $500 a week before, so times 52 equals 26,000 a year. I think we used 46, 46 uh, 460 a week, which is 23,500 um, in return. That would be 500. Uh, 23,500. So 20, so how much, how much would you pay Strata Water Council? Yes, so let's just say five thousand dollars total. So yeah, we did four fifty, didn't we? Four fifty times four sixty. So four sixty times fifty two is twenty three thousand nine twenty. Now let's say your council water started five grand is generally where it's at. Sometimes for a lot of times more. So now why this is important, guys, is when when we when you give a commercial yield or a residential yield is it in, is it being poisoned by outgoings and that's net and gross which michael just mentioned but the big one is the tenant paying the outgoings because in a lot of commercial residential generally always the tenant doesn't pay outgoings the tenant won't pay your strata your water or your council they'll pay your water usage but not water services so again it's important when you're looking at rental yields to identify is the tenant going to be paying paying the outgoings or uh, is the landlord going to be paying the outgoings when it comes to commercial and that yeah. that anything else to wrap up on? No, because just on that last minute, I'll finish that calculation. So five hundred thousand. Yep. The yield goes down to three point seven percent on residential. So if you're borrowing your money at three percent instead of making one point five, it's halved. So you may have thought you're making it. Still, you have anything, anything in life. You thought you're making five thousand, you get half it. You're going to be disappointed if you don't know the facts. And like Mark just said in our last minute, because we're going to keep these to fifteen minutes, so you got some consistent consistency out there. Because we know a lot of you're travelling to work. Um, so. Commercial, the great with residential, the income of 24 minus five yeah. lost, can't get it back. Great thing about sometimes with commercial of that five grand of outgoings, you may be able to get two grand back from the tenant, three grand, or in some cases, the tenant pays all of it. So, yeah, plus land tax, even sometimes. Yep. So, thank you for tuning in, everyone. Hope you enjoyed it. Any other questions on rental yield or anything like that, give us a call. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Rental yield, rental yield, rental yield with Michael Berger and Albert Einstein. Yes, and Mark Novak. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Love you, bye. Bye, Faith.